I have been doing Succession, which has been getting under my skin, surprisingly. Yeah, Carly is very traumatized by Succession. I, am, I was like, am I, oh, it's just feel, another day. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm the only one that I, every time I talk to people about it, I'm like, are you freaking out about Succession? And they're like, that's good. I'm like, I mean, I freaking was, out in a good way, but not like traumatized. You no, know, I was, I literally had to stop watching for a week. I was having nightmares like a child, like a baby. <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. Oh. Gosh, I forgot it. Ooh, hey. Got it. Ooh. That's it. Mm. Blessing us. Thank you. Very good score to that show. What are y'all drinking already? Let's do some housekeeping. Yes, very quickly. So, Kevin, how cute is this? We are doing an episode with Grandma Saracen, Miss Luann Stevens, about dating. A dating so app. We are having all... Is she on the hunt for some No, dick? she's been married for like We're 40... We're going to find her husband. <laughs> yeah. We're going to no, no, tender no. that bitch. She is happily married, and she is going to give all of us that are struggling dating advice. She and her husband have been together for... since They've been together since like high school. Mm. Kevin, keep playing while we plug this episode. So y'all, yeah, perfect. Send in your questions. Send in your struggles. Send or even in your, your stories of like how you met your or person. Your we want to hear stories. Yeah, we want to hear inspiration stories. We want to hear yes. your questions or like whatever you have going on. Exactly. And all yeah, of it. It'll all be anonymous. So submit whatever you're comfortable with. But it'll be super exactly. fun. You can DM us on Instagram at txforeverpod, um, or you can record a little voice memo on your phone. Or just write out your story, whatever you prefer. Yeah. And you can email it to us. At info at txforeverpod.com. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're so excited. We'll be releasing that in the next few weeks or a month or so. Yeah. So get us Love all your questions and stories. And then don't forget to head to txforeverpod.com. Get yourself a t-shirt. They're going yes. off the shelves. They are. They're flying. They're flying. But they are super cozy. So get yourself one and help support the show. You'll get a free sticker. And the end scene. Woo. Speaking of piano, we also have a cover out of Devil Town. So check yes. it out if you haven't. It's under my name. Monica we Moser. have a single. We dropped that single. We bitch. dropped a damn single. So go check it out. And we'll probably play it at the end of our episodes from now on. So you'll also hear yes. a little a little taste. Yeah. It was really fun. And our lovely Wobby Wob Grant, yes. uh, my little brother, who's our sound producer. Um, he and Worked Monica put a lot, of, a lot of work into it. And he produced... Uh, most of the song and it was yeah. he did such a great job and we're so proud of it so check it out we are we are we are and the only fact check i have uh kevin what do you call a carbonated beverage mm. uh seltzer or soda or i don't call it pop. like if you're ordering at a restaurant right. okay yeah he now who do you at. think calls that pop northerners or southerners uh i think northerners do ding 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 so we had a debate. That's we what the thought... Civil War was about, right? <laughs> no, I knew that the Northerners called it pop. Is this in the show? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great.
yep. that we're yep. leaving in. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Well, so Carly, we were talking about how we think maybe old people called it pop, but you're saying Southerners. And I was like, I think pop no, is mostly Northern. I never Northern. said that Southerners call it pop. You did. Let, listen to the I said my episode. grandma calls it pop. So I said, maybe it's grandma old, from? I said maybe it's an old people Southern thing. That's what we landed on. But you did say Southern. That's why I did this whole thing. So It's the Yanks. I know that. Yes. So I, I pulled this photo and it's like pop is New York. Soda is the West Coast and the East Coast. And Coke is texas in the south yeah okay. that's fair that seems that's it uh, yeah I, I, would, I would agree with that basically right basically yeah okay uh-huh. yeah. Can well guys care. guess who's back guess who's back, guess who's back. kevin t porter's back hey he's a comedian a writer podcast producer and let's just face it a damn good time you know him from his podcast good christian fun mazel goys and gilmore guys he also toppled the Ellen matriarchy and is a stand of oh Paddington God. 2 and Laura Dern. <laughs> I added that a little finesse. Oh Welcome God. back, Kevin. Welcome back, Kevin. Hi. Hi, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. You back know, by popular demand. Yes. A lot of people did a lot of things. A friend of mine during the 2020 edition of the pandemic last year, because we're in the 2021 edition. edition. <laughs> sure. Honestly, right now, the 2020 yeah, the was sequel. like better. This is worse. The sequel is me. worse. The sequel's always worse. Sequel's always worse, yo. This sequel is like, hmm, it's like the Aladdin sequel where it's like, Wait, this that was, was good. Well, I think you might be thinking of Return it, of Jafar. The Aladdin, the, no, the second Aladdin the sequel. Yeah, that's King of Thieves. King of Thieves. Yeah. Number two. That King of Thieves is number three. So oh. Return of Jafar is number two. What I'm saying oh, okay. is the first sequel is bad. The second sequel could be a slight uptick from the mm. crumminess of the first sequel. Got you. Oh, but okay. in the 2020 edition of the pandemic, uh, my friend Julia Maysiels wrote a book, sold a two-book deal, film rights, the whole kit and caboodle. That's what she did with her pandemic. What I did was tweet tweet about Ellen. <laughs> um, you also <laughs> launched... A very impressive baking endeavor that I would like uh, to ask you Kevin about. Kevin Bacon. Uh, is, that, is that like literally just your hobby? Do you have no like training? How are you so good at baking? I have no training. <laughs> no, I'm trained at home. Wait, has sure it been baked on a professional level? <laughs> <laughs> have your we, baking have, is extremely impressive. Thank you. We, when did we last talk? <laughs> it was like a fucking long time ago. I, I thought it was, it was March this or year. April. It was. It was March okay. or April. No, I was thinking it was like fall of last year. I think it was like St. Patrick's Day because I think I went to a little shindig. No before. concept of time. Yeah, it was March. Okay, yeah, because because uh, you were yeah, you still had it going on. Started going, but I've added ice cream into the repertoire. So that's what I saw. Um, so do you like deliver okay. just to anybody, or you just make them for no, friends and stuff? I just make it for friends. I mean, okay. with the ice cream. Well, to get an infrastructure of delivery for ice cream would be very challenging. Well, you'd have to get an ice cream <laughs> truck, which Rupert Grant did it. Yes, so. and you could play Succession he as did? the as the, the first uh, thing he bought with his Harry Potter money. The ice oh cream gosh. truck song he did. That's that's true fact. He it'd really be, did. Okay, it'd be creepy well, if it was anyone else. I wish right, him it's peace. It's just adorable. I, I he's think in a well new show kids. that's supposed to be really good. good. It's one of the first like things he's done. The M Night Shyamalan thing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, that came out like a couple years ago. It's the beach that makes you red. He's doing something. He's doing something else too. <laughs> I think he's doing something that's nearer than that, but maybe not. Okay, yeah. well, good. For right. You go to the beach and you everyone turns into a redhead. So, but all of your pretty packaging and stuff, like those are mm. just your friends just ask you for whatever, or do you just make them and deliver them? 
I will sometimes take flavor requests or I'll just say who wants some of this yeah, and ask people to come over. That's such um, a cute idea because I cook a lot. I don't I suck at baking, but I cook a lot, but I live alone mm-hmm. and I want to experiment with new recipes, but I hate like putting a bunch of crap or it's not crap. It's delicious, but, but like delicious. filling up my fridge and then I have to eat the same thing for like seven days. I should set up a little system where I just post what I've made and people can come pick up Tupperwares. Yeah, which is different with with baking and and sweets, pastries and ice creams, pies and cookies and cakes than it is with like a meal uh, where it's like... Yeah, it's like, would you like some Roasted lamb, yeah, yeah. that's like different, like rather than a treat. Like, ooh, I'm going to go get a treat for my friend Carly. That's different. It's like, yeah, very different level of commitment. um, Kevin, mm -hmm. do you listen to the Waitress soundtrack while you bake? Uh, yeah, I do. Sugar, yeah. butter, like all that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't need to yeah. listen to it because I clearly know it so well. Right. I know well, it so, Well, we should so, plug, so well. speaking so of well. cooking, before we move on, oh, we plugged what? this last week, but I'm going to plug it again because it continued to bring me joy. The Samin Nasrat and, and Rishi. It is the um, coziest podcast I have found. Yeah. yeah it's like kind of about show. the pandemic time, but it is mm-hmm. so, I want them to keep making it. I think I'm at the end. Will you let Rishi know that I want like more? Yeah, they low-key, they low-key <sighs> hate real? each other, if I'm being honest. I'm just kidding. They don't. They, no, like, they're so, no they're so close. You almost shattered my whole world. <laughs> Again, I wish everyone peace involved in the situation, which is going to be an evergreen sure. tweet of mine. I'm just going to non-specifically tweet, I wish peace for all involved. Peace and then I'll all. just <laughs> copy and paste it whenever Any response necessary. to anything. Mm-hmm. I wish peace yeah. for all. What's our what's our your comedy response that works in every situation when we were talking with Todd Bronopane? What'd you say it was? Oh, oh in this economy? <laughs> oh yeah, in this economy. You can say that to anything. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah, you know, Carly and I struggle with money every month. It's like, every what do so we do with this quarter it's mill? It's like mm-hmm. how much goes to the promotion, how much goes to us. It's it's been a struggle. But it's hard to decide, you know. <sighs> yeah. What to I do with our that, empire. Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, listen to my friend Gabby Dunn's show, Bad With Money. They host a show oh, about... Ooh. Actually, okay. I do need that. I do. That's good because they're, they're so <laughs> a ground level accessible with that yeah. stuff. It's not like these, you know... How much does a banana cost? $10? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that... that sh- that's probably a show by now. Wow, my website is out of date. Oh my god! Oh, mine is so bad right <laughs> and the now. Upcoming oh, the upcoming podcast, Inside Voices. That's what I took out of your bio because I was like, "Oh, that's definitely here to stay." I know because I could, I could smell a C and P job. The guy who just invented copy and paste passed away recently. Really? Whoa. Yeah, that's true. Wow, yeah, what mm-hmm. a gift he gave to us. Yeah, what a gift he gave to us. <laughs> ah, you copy pasted <laughs> you little bitch. He's reading off a teleprompter. Yep. All right, let's dive into it. All Should right, we guys, we're it? yeah, we're here to cover season three. Episode 10, The Giving Tree. And Kevin, I think last time we were in season two, so we didn't have these. We have promos now, so we're going to listen. But before we listen, oh, I'm Carly. And I'm Monica. And this, this is, is Texas, Texas Forever. Forever. Amen. Here we go. Amen. Oh, that's what the show's called. I found Matt and Julie in bed together this afternoon. <laughs> Next week on an all new Friday Night Lights. I took the savings money and made a risky investment and I lost the money. So I'll get a job and I'll help out until I go to college. Well, I used the college money 
next week. Mm. One network. Yeah, the direct Saucy. TV thing was so interesting, wasn't it? Weird. I have a note about it right? in my film section this week. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. I learned a little something. By the way, perfect. Monica Carly, well done on the tech here that you got Aww, thank your you. input, you know, <laughs> calibrated just right. Thank and you. I, Monica, you're the one playing the clips, right? It's Monica. Yes, sir. And I'm the one who st- couldn't set up my mic today. <laughs> and you still, well, two peas in a pod here because you're hearing me <laughs> as we record this on the Zoom through my MacBook Pro microphone. I'll send you this audio later and it'll sound oh, much better. Amazing. But I have, <laughs> I should not admit this. <laughs> Do I, it. I don't, I have not been able to route my microphone audio and the program audio of clips, sound effects, and songs. Oh, it took Zoom. us forever to figure out how to do it. Monica, yes. all the credit goes to Monica. She I've talked it to out. multiple podcast producers and Kevin Bartelt, Yu Song Lu, Matt Apodaca, well, all the greats. All the Emma greats. Glass. Yeah. Um, Michael Barbara. Yeah. The, no, I'm not going to talk to him for anything. But, uh, <laughs> But well done on that. And I am going to uh, ask you how you did it after. Yeah, I mean, hit me up for a tutorial. You know, my rates are are low. And it's kind of funny, though, because now we only know how to do it this way. And when we're in person, we're like, I actually don't know how to podcast Podcast in the same room. (laughs) I'm like, why am I? I can't. can't We're like, wait, why do we not know how to do this? (laughs) Yes, we get very, very silly. When Caroline and I started recording again in person, it felt like rolling on Molly after (laughs) having a break for like a year. Some of those social interactions, it's like so much overload. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. But I, I don't I feel like this was a while ago. But congrats on the Kirk Franklin get. Oh, thank you. That was awesome. We timed it out perfectly to come out right before he berated his son. (laughs) And then that audio leaked. No. Wait, didn't you have someone else awesome on another dream guest? We had Amy Grant on the show. That was a big deal for us. That was a good, that was awesome. Yes. I remember running on campus at Belmont to get to her. She had like a surprise concert and like, it was like sold out in a second. We were all running. Belmont, humble brag. Yeah. She's the dream. Uh, Guess who I saw on the CU campus in college? Before they were big, <sighs> Macklemore, <laughs> and I got too drunk to stay the whole time. Wow! You know what? Macklemore is actually a really cool guy. Oh, I, I really respect I love him. Macklemore is he? What, what's his deal? Is he? On... It's kind of like a Dax Shepard type. Yeah, oh, I mean, he, no. he went on. That's the worst thing you could have said, Carly. <laughs> Not to us, the seventy percent of our us. female <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he did go on armchair. He's just, oh, I don't Macklemore. know, he's a really kind of down-to-earth guy, and I feel like he gives back. He's, he's from Seattle, if that gives you any clue. He's very okay. Pacific Northwest type Kevin, he's person. from Seattle. 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 All okay. right. You know what that means, right? <laughs> Wait, but what was the Kirk Franklin thing? He braided his son? Yeah, he, like, was really mean to his son and cussed him out and swore at him, and his son recorded. It was like a no-winner situation where it's like yeah. he looked bad, his son looked bad. He bad, yeah. Um... Yeah, it's not good. got a little situation like that with the McCoys today. Oh, true. True, true. Talk true. about bad Let's dads. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Well, Carly, do you want to read our IMDb synopsis? I do. Please do it. All righty. Here we go. Buddy loses his cool over a deal gone sour and wrecks the local strip joint, which causes Lila to lose her cool and walk oh, out on him after he gets out of jail. While Julie's parents try not to lose their cool over catching her in bed with Matt, comma. Landry mm. loses his cool, cool over Tyra's using him, comma. And Coach Taylor loses his cool when the refs turn a blind eye to his playoff game. All one sentence. Wow. Wow. What is this synopsis from? 
IMDb, except I'm going to live fact check it right one. now, Monica. Okay. Um, we think somebody told us that they think that Netflix just auto populated and pulled all the IMDb synopsis. Oh, yeah, and they're terrible. And they're and we're laughing because we're like, wait, they did. They're whole. Yeah, they're we like the to worst read the IMDb ones because they're really bad. They're I'm going to check it sentences. right now and see if they did that. He narrows in on a word every time. Obviously, mm-hmm. this and one then was, uses was, it like five times. Cool. It's yeah. the best. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Well, guys, should we get into Texas things? Yes. yes. Is this a new segment? <laughs> no. It's, no. Sorry, I'm just looking this up really fast. One All second. right. You're good. Here we go. So they did pull. Oh, they did? But it looks like they've cut them, which is almost oh, worse. Yeah. Or like cut them shorter, which is almost worse because it means they looked at them. Yikes. Like the, the Netflix synopsis is now... Buddy loses his cool over a deal gone sour and wrecks a local strip joint, which causes Lila to lose her cool and walk out on him. And that's okay. it. Oh, they just they just break it down. They break it down. Okay. But the other one, yeah, it looks like they just shorten it into one sentence, but it does seem like they pulled all of his to start to like the the building blocks. Or mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate for them. Yeah, it is. Mm. All right. Have you had Greg Abbott on the show yet? <laughs> Just He's yesterday. requested several times. Yeah, we just don't want the the bad PR, so we yeah, keep telling not, him we no. We don't get political on the show. Us. That's no. a good move. And the less guests that you have on, the less episodes you have to delete later when something bad comes out about them. <laughs> Stupid idiots to use one of coaches. Uh, uh, I don't know what is what are Thanks. those words? Bad bad words Euphemisms? used in this episode. In this episode, epithets. Epithets. Yeah, he called the referee a stupid idiot. Well, speaking on that, my first Texas thing is in the landing strip when Buddy says, you redneck cowboy son of a bitch. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even write that down in my Texas things, but I wrote mm. down the whole quote in my, he says. You redneck oops. cowboy son of a bitch. No, he says you. Well, okay. Yeah. That first scene was rough. Bad Buddy is here. I, I know. Back. I wrote a note that was like, oh, bad, sad Buddy is bumming me out. Bad, sad Buddy. Yeah. Mm. And then my other thing was Mrs. McCoy wearing full-on makeup and earrings just like at home. Yep. I made yeah. that. Ding, ding, ding. I yep. wrote that down. I wrote, what do we think of uh, her pajamas? <laughs> her pajamas. Her, uh, her lounge wear. Her athleisure. Oh, I was thinking of her pajamas, which we'll get into later. Oh, they're also very Texas-y. Okay. I also wrote down as Texas things just the fact that Julie even wants to be daddy's little girl. I feel like even yeah. the phrase itself is just straight up. What's wrong with that? Belt. What's wrong I, with that? What's wrong There's with that? We wrong all want to be just daddy's straight girl. out of the Bible belt. I mean, I'm a daddy's girl. The and whole, yes. I mean, uh, y'all can speak to it better than I can, but mm. the whole. Daddy, you can be a daddy's girl if you want. I, I wonder what the, uh, thank you. Uh, but I do wonder what the 2021 CW. I know. Take on this would be. Yeah. The, the whole sex plot or the daddy's because little girl thing. Because it's so predicated around like. We're uneasy about you having sex, but we're going to respect the choice. And Tammy's going to give her a talk and make sure she's using protection. And Coach is going to say, respect women. But now I'm wondering if we're so old that this, which feels fine to me, is like retrograde and problematic now to be like, 
I parents that, shouldn't have an opinion on 17 year olds having sex that's wrong that was my exact reaction i was like okay weirdly why do i feel like this wouldn't fly now even though this is how it should be and I like know, they double clicked good. it with it's a good read. katie i do too they double clicked it with katie's in the mccoy situation where yeah. they kind of showed you that you can restrict them as much as you want but like they're gonna, they're gonna do, do it what they're gonna do. and they mm-hmm. kind of said that with the mccoy story and like doubled down which i liked but i had the yeah. same thought i was like i wonder if is this not progressive this, enough? Like, m- more, this was pro- really progressive for then. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best way to handle it. And a lot of all the reviews felt that yeah. way. Well, I'm contextualizing it for Texas culture as well. Totally. I don't think if, if they like branded themselves as a like Southern kind of like Bible or like they pray all the time. I don't know. But Christianity is a for TV, for Hollywood TV, a pretty big part of the show. And Tammy said that she wanted her to wait. Yeah, I don't think that would have. I don't think that dog would have hunt. Okay. Nowadays. Did she mean wait for marriage though? Do you know what I mean? When she uh, said, yeah, I, I wanted you to wait. I don't just think be so, older she didn't wait. wait to marriage. I think she just like wanted 30. her to be older. Yeah. I think it was just older. I didn't, I didn't really have the Christianity read of it, even though oh, obviously that colors just, it, but yeah. like, yeah, I, I mean, we'll get into it more later, but maybe just, it's bumping for me. Cause I waited uh, for marriage. <laughs> yes. Yeah, same. And, or right. I am waiting. I should say. Yes. Yeah, still so, out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah i i like how this show treats it very seriously but it still doesn't it's not shamey um i know and, that's the i mean it's super like when, progressive part of it yeah and listening to the like one tree hill podcast and all those girls talking about it they're like they just like had us have sex with everybody on that show and like we weren't comfortable portraying like that because that's not what we did old. in high school like or they yeah. did but they made it still a big deal like it didn't a lot of shows are just kind it of like oh yeah whatever like you know, so yeah, first of all, it didn't look like that, but also it didn't feel like that, that it was just like, whatever. So because now I'm yeah, like, if I, not- if I had a 17 year old daughter and I walked on her in flagrante with whoever her partner is, and if I had like a stern, like reaction, would I be canceled? <laughs> I, don't know. I should hope not no, but no. you know and it's if like you get, i know it's a thought though that, yeah i know I just, but yeah it could happen it's hard to tell where I know, the culture is going these days and i don't know if it's just like you know and the thing aired however many years ago but now i'm like now my pov character is the adults rather than the children so i'm I like if i had this little baby and then like it was a little toddler <laughs> then a little year olds preteen and then a 17 year old i would they're probably right, be babies. like oh what like i would yeah i would i know yeah because a 17 year old to me now is like a baby a a teeny tiny child that can't when i go back on right so like how long have you been 17 you know (laughs) i nice twilight she got it in there i go to schools for a lot of my like regular work work and the it just blows my mind when i I walk through the hallways and i'm like these are this is a daycare right these are literally like i loved i loved coach taylor just like sitting on the like the edge of his bed just being like He's just like in shock and he doesn't know how to like express it. And I thought it was sweet. You know, he didn't yell at her. He just like is scared and he's uncomfortable, obviously. Let's get into it later so we can play a clip too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those were Um, all my Texas things. Do we have any more? I had a couple more. One of mine was just right at the beginning when uh, Coach was telling Tammy about Buddy and she goes, oh my Lord, (laughs) I say that. That's like my most uh, like you take the Lord's name in vain. I do. Wow. But I just feel like that's pretty Texas. I don't hear that anywhere else. Oh, mm-hmm. my Lord. Oh, my Lord. I mean, I don't say it like that. Wow. Um, I also wrote down one of my least favorite colloquialisms from the South that mm. I fucking hate that I heard in this episode. Chasing skirts. 
Ew. hate when people say that. Who said that? Uh, Mr. McCoy, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. One time I on my other podcast, I explained toxic masculinity as chasing skirts. <laughs> Mm. I like stumbled oh, I over the explanation that. of her. Well, you know my friend Chase and Skirts? Chase is that's very he's toxic. He's so nice. Yes, he's moved but to he New York. But he is toxic to some people. I just, the Chase fact that that phrase, and maybe I'm sure I'm looking too much into it, but it's just one of those that I really hate. It's gross. Um, yeah, and it's just like, it literally reduces women to a clothing object well, because without here, a body inside of it. I, I'm <laughs> right. sorry for the listener at home, but mm-hmm. the visual that it uh, evokes with chasing skirts and because of the way skirts yes. are designed, it evokes a visual of a guy being like, like chasing <laughs> after like this. Or like That's your exactly hands are like, ooh, come on, come on. <laughs> trying to get the skirt. This makes me think of like Grease and the bleachers and like, freaking what's his sure. face that was like four, 50 years old like staring up at the, yeah or the yeah. boys at the rodeo who go and chase those cattle around the the arena that's what yeah. it makes mm-hmm. me think of yes um okay my last ones were i know this ha- probably happens everywhere but i just really it felt really nostalgic to me the like mm. shooting hoops in the backyard on like a late yeah, summer felt- evening where the sun is yeah, still yeah that was nice that was nice i know i have cute um, memories of playing with my dad and being like don't let me win like i want to like oh, actually yeah. try to beat you when he's like <laughs> i'm like well, my, my dad would seven never let old. us win <laughs> um and then my last one was speaking of dads um i'm surprised you didn't write this down monica the coach taylor angry cleaning the grill mm. That was pretty Texas. That was pretty Texas-y. Yeah, for sure. Angry cleaning. My dad also has to like decide what the temperature is going to be if he's going to be able to grill. Like if it's too hot, (laughs) there must be a way to check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Did you have any noticeable Texas things, Kevin, that you loved? Please, please. Or hated? I'll say I'll say the guy wearing the Austin City Limits shirt was. Yes, I wrote that down too. Yes, Mm -hmm. y'all. I'm going for the very first time this year. Yay! When is it? It's um. It's like in two weeks, isn't it? Yeah, it's I'm going weekend two. It's like October 9th or something. Mm-hmm. And they're not only requiring vaccinations, but also um, oh, yeah. a negative test. So you got to do both. that's good because so that's a good. lot of those venues and stuff are indoors. It's not just like an outdoor festival. No, it's all like. outdoors, but it's a it's a lot oh, of people. I thought they like used all the that's South by. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still I'm big crowds and stuff. You're not an Austinite. Sorry. Yeah. Um, OK, let's do it. Let's keep going. Yeah, I have a musician's corner this week. Yay, I'm glad you did because yeah. there is a lot of music in this one. Yeah. And we returned to our beloved Crucifictorious. Mm. Exactly. So the only Texas act that we had this episode, I haven't done this in a while, is Oh my gosh. It's, it's so, it clips so bad. I feel like I just got shot. I'm used it's to right, clipping, so I didn't shot. even flinch. I assume Kevin is on the ground at this point. <laughs> Are you guys okay? Are you guys okay? Yeah, I'm okay. okay. Thank you good. for checking good. in. <laughs> the rest were from the UK or from somewhere not in Texas. But the artist I want to spotlight is James Arthur, and that's the song that I'm going to play. And this is the song that was playing Poist, poist Coital poist with Matt and coital. Julie. Poist coital. Say that 10 times. No. So James Arthur is, he is an English singer and songwriter, and he rose to fame after winning the ninth season of X Factor in 2012. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh, I used to love X Factor. Did you? Was that Joe Rogan? Simon Cowell. Oh, Simon Cowell. (laughs) Absolutely not. 
I'm like, it was somebody stupid. It's Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell's not stupid. He is, is stupid. He? Yes. Read about him. He's the worst. Is he? Also, he's had like the most, <laughs> he's being revered currently as a pioneer of the male plastic surgery movement. Oh, sure. So like, that's the kind of person he is. Yes. And thank you for pioneering. Yeah. Simon. <laughs> Sorry. It's been so societally <laughs> so oppressed for y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I was so excited to. Uh, learn this fact because it made me revisit the song. So, do y'all remember Chantel Impossible? Because I'm going to play a little bit of it for you. Mm-hmm. I used to love it, and I don't know if it was like in like a Vampire Diaries kind of show or something, but I loved it. And Probably. he covered that song, and it debuted at number one on the UK singles chart, mm-hmm. and it has gone on to sell over 2.5 million copies, and it makes it the most successful for a winner on x factor for like a single okay yeah so i'm gonna play the original because i really like it and see if y'all remember it and then i'm gonna play the actual james arthur song that was in the episode here we go okay okay it's like very um Mm, very evanescency but like you must have showed this to me before i already kind of recognized wake me up inside told me I should take caution when it comes to love I did I did and you were strong and I was not my illusion my mistake I was careless I forgot I did and now when all is done there is nothing to say you have gone this so effortlessly you have won you can go ahead and tell them tell them all I Are you going to put that on the playlist? That needs to go on my running playlist. I need yes. to hit the treadmill bite. <laughs> I know. I was really excited to have that song come back in my life because I've totally forgotten it. It's such a jam. So he totally covers jam. that and it, his cover is also very good. But um, this is the song that played in the episode. It's called Could We Survive? Here we go. Hallelujah, stop instead. When Lord Jesus found us here, could we? Who does the boy in the coin? Survive. Oh, iron and wine. Yes. How can you pretend to know who you are or where you are going? You Very iron and wine. Mm-hmm. Just get by. It's like iron and wine and Ava Brothers had a baby. I like that. So that's beautiful. That's going on the playlist. Please, yes. Yeah. That was a damn bop. Right? It's beautiful. Very good. Love those harms. That's all I got. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Carly, would you like to review the tape? Hello. Hello. So. Give it to me. I'm <laughs> worth it. Give it to me, comma, I'm worth it. Um, so this was a fun episode. Um, obviously, so it's called The Giving Tree. Obviously, that's a reference to our old gal, Shel Silverstein. Mm. 
Kevin's, you know, doesn't know that. But we're telling him now. And, and <laughs> oh, his eyes are so big. You're in the headlights over wow. here. Yeah. Shel Silverstein, the, the character that Oscar it's, Isaac plays in Ex Machina. It's yes. the same, you know that little shell with shoes on that talks on YouTube? Right, Marcel, Marcel the Shell. Marcel the Shell Silverstein. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Marcel the Shell Silverstein wrote mm-hmm. The Giving Tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I loved that episode title. I loved the whole uh-huh. homage. Too. I loved it. It was so well done. And they've done that before where they like reference something from pop culture. But this way, this time they really represented it or reflected it throughout the characters arcs in this episode in a really totally. beautiful way and like i know it's a cheesy line to draw but i have very high levels of respect for comedic writing and i know not everybody does but there were <laughs> incredible episodes of 30 rock where they did this like when they they did an entire episode that was a whole parody of amadeus and i just said like i know it's just like silly comedy but it was so well done and well executed and i have mad respect for shows that just like pick something beautiful from pop culture and weave it throughout their writing in a really like meaningful way Mm -hmm. and i thought they totally did that here also that's a great episode of 30 rock have you gotten it to it yet monica i have not have you seen amadeus yes okay in season four of friday night lights there's a whole homage to the book sideways stories from wayside school that um oh. I'm just <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? There's a there's a episode in season five that's um, precious based stories. on the novel Push by Sapphire. Push by Sapphire. Oh my gosh. Mm, you know was... <laughs> I know. Thank finally. God. We needed a derivative work of that, you know. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've been needing more. <laughs> um and so I just loved the way that they wove that in. But um this episode Great. was directed by our boy, David Boyd. And just to refresh you on who that is, he's the one with such accoutrements to his name as deadwood walking dead mm. sons of anarchy he's a All tough guy death. but also kit kittredge the adventures of the american girl doll kit kittredge <laughs> you know i also noticed carrie aaron i don't know if that's how you pronounce oh, yeah. her name no, she, yes, yeah, Carrie. Aaron. she's a head writer for a lot of fnl mm-hmm. yeah she also uh Runs the morning, morning show, show or I created know. it. We're trying to get her on. She yes, follows me on out. Twitter, which I noticed right before I decided not to tweet about the morning show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm glad too because we really want her to be on. Wait, we what are your opinions on. on the morning show on TMS? I uh, I watched three episodes of it, and a lot of it struck me as lobotomized Sorkin, but it seems mm. like. People are embracing season two as frothy camp. Okay. Because uh, there's yeah, this I like season one better than season two. I, I, season I, I haven't watched. I thought season one was like I didn't honestly either, one of the best shows I've ever I, seen. I thought it was good, and right? I see what other people yeah. are obsessed with in it, but it did not hook me like I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I thought it's the best. Bradley I've Jackson. Seen. Bradley Jackson. <laughs> I enjoyed who's it. Who's back? But who's blonde again? It I, wouldn't like make me cry. <laughs> I don't think the name is ridiculous. It's so incredible. It's, it's incredible. I just thought um best performance up scene of Jennifer Aniston and then uh what's the guy from Almost Famous? Is so Billy Crudup who, who Billy we Crudup call is perfect. Billy Crudup who famously at the height of his fame in the 2000s oh, impregnated God. Mary Louise Parker, left her for Claire Danes. <laughs> oh, no. okay. So in this he house Mary, he's pregnant Mary Louise Parker. In this, yes. in this house we refer, refer to him as Billy screwed up. Uh <laughs> because too. he sure did. 
In this house, we do not stand Billy Crudup. I'm going to test that. I'm going to ask Dexter what he calls him. Bradley Whitford in Billy Screwed Up could play brothers. Their faces seem so similar to men who have been with Mary Louise Parker. Okay. Yeah. They can have a conversation about it. a little West Wing boy? That is very true. That is very true. But yeah, I also love that I watched it because it was kind of, it came out in the fall, I guess, of like 2019. And I was able to watch the final episodes with my parents and that like inspired a lot of good conversation about mm. me too and yeah. all this stuff with them well, that's cool and that was cool and that i was very cool especially considering your dad works in news media exactly. yeah <laughs> there was conversation a, lot, a lot going on there yeah anyway um, but anyway david <laughs> sorry, boyd could... he's a great director but yeah i'm still puzzled by his involvement with kit kittredge yes. and i would like to know more about that considering that she was my american girl doll Yikes. Um, this episode was not actually written by Carrie Aaron. She has done like the last couple. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was done by Liz Heldon, who mm. didn't really seem to have ever done anything else. <laughs> um, but anywho, my last couple of points are also we have a new gal on the streets, uh, Madison slash Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McCoy is like that Mercedes or Madison, what like Mercedes. Her Mercedes. <laughs> Is this Glee? Okay, my last final note is on some of this direct TV stuff. So mm. apparently what I what I've been able to make out from the, the old message boards is just that the, the direct TV stuff happened this season in an in the effort to bail them out. Like Friday Night Lights probably like just, just didn't get signed, I guess. And we're gonna have to cancel and direct TV scooped them up. But oh. then I got this quote from the A V club that I'm trying to make sense of. So it says, so this Jay Leno and primetime news can't be good for Friday night lights. Can it only the direct TV deal saved it this year. And the disappearance of the 10 PM time slot put the squeeze on that much tighter. Here's hoping it might be best to enjoy your stay in Dylan while you can. So it seemed like somebody like some sort of, they lost some sort of time slot or like, I don't know, Jay Leno like took over their time slot and they're worried about DirecTV pulling the plug and Friday Night Lights not going to season four. Mm -hmm. So still kind of, which is surprising because I thought that at this point, NBC had signed them for all three seasons. Me too. Um, So I'm not, there just seems to have been some level of uncertainty after the DirecTV Mm. situation just because it was like such a crutch that they needed at the time. And then it seems like a lot of people were wondering if they were going to be able to do a season four and stick to direct tv but i think in season four they're straight nbc so i think uh, they do ditch yes, the trip four and the five are not direct tv yeah think. so i think they do yeah. ditch it people were just worried that they wouldn't survive without the direct tv's time slot and okay. somebody must have jay leno must have you know tossed a wrench into things as he right, does as he does speaking of problematic people mm. uh, my last yeah. note is just that I did have a fave frame this week that I yes, you love. Did. You texted it to me. I did. Um, but it's, again, and like I've been saying in the last couple episodes, particularly in season three, I've been seeing a lot more wide shots, uh, mm-hmm. which I really enjoy. And they've been using them really productively for storytelling. So like in my fave frame, which is at 22 minutes flat, it's when Tyra is at, or Landry is at Tyra's house and he kind of calls her selfish and says that he's the giving tree and he storms off. And then they cut to wide and both of them are standing under this really big, beautiful tree. And Landry just walks away and leaves Tyra alone under the tree. And it's just a really gorgeous homage to the, the three oh, line of the chops episode. it down. Yeah, and then yes. she grabs an axe and kills Landry. <laughs> um, but and a call yeah. back to season two. Right, just a little, you Seriously. know. A little more yeah. nerderer action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, who I love nerder? that too. 
Yeah. So yeah. that was my favorite uh, visual moment. I just thought it was a really another awesome way that they wove this um, storyline into the characters this episode. Great. And that's my film corner. Lovely. Well, guys, let's get into it. Break it down, break it down. Tyra's back. She's back on Tyra's campus. Back. Back I loved, we had a lot of our like more regular peeps this episode. Yeah. We got to hear from everybody, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Last few episodes, maybe some people were taking a little vacay or something. Yeah. We had some like limited cast. It kind of felt like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, this one kind of hit on everybody. And we still had some new combos. Like I realized I'd never really seen uh, Lila and uh, Julie Damn. interact. That was <laughs> fun. I know. I like that too. The brushing the teeth. Yep. And then we got the sex. Yes, we did. We did. Yes, we did. Which we've all been clamoring for. We haven't gotten much like actual fun Matt and Julie's. They just kind of got to back together and we're like, okay. Yeah. Then we kind of like, dropped some steamy. I know. I want to see them bang. Come on. I want a literal Friday Night Lights porno. Ooh, right. Maybe I do. There, There's <laughs> no way it doesn't exist, right? Yeah, I'll find it. Oh, it's got to. At the very least in fanfic. That'll be Although, our next episode. We'll break that down. I'm scared of fanfic. But are we still anti-porn? Maybe just not anti-TV um, show theme. I'm porn. anti-porn that scares me. Yes. <laughs> it's all about me. It's all about me, baby. It's all about me. Um, okay, I loved at a minute 15 with all of the boys bickering like little ladies in the car. That was pretty great. Yeah, let me pull it up. Uno momento. Uh, so, does anyone have a plan, or are we just gonna sit here all day? Let's I, just I, go to the Alamo Freeze. We've been sitting here for like an hour. Dude, dude the Alamo Freeze is gross. You know what, I guess I'm leaving. Hey, bro, get... don't touch my door. What's wrong with you? I didn't give you permission to leave, all right? You're not my dad. Hey, if you say another word about your dad, I swear <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the face. Boy, you got Look, man, just relax. Hey, guys. Oh, what's up? What's, how you doing? Hey, I just want to let y'all know Madison's parents are out of town. She's gonna have some people over. y'all know. So y'all should definitely come. Guys, we should definitely be there. Everyone's gonna be there. Another, just like Friday Night Lights, obviously, is so good at making those little homie lived in moments and all yes. those stupid boys in the car bickering at each other was like so, oh, so high true. school. Like, where are we going to go? <laughs> like a piled car. Yeah. Like which dumb like fast food restaurant are we going to go to after school? Like, this is like, what this guys is... being guys should mean. Right. Yes, exactly. Boys being boys. Barking mm-hmm. at each in other the car, in the car, deciding if they should go to Dairy Queen or Rosa's. So here's my question for everybody. Who's worse, hmm. Melissa or the girl that Smash dated? Melissa's fine. I mean, she oh, shows up for a I second and invites me to a party. Sure. No, Melissa's the one who like is now like got the hots for JD. No, that is Madison. Oh damn. Same, same <laughs> diff. I thought you meant the girl that showed Mercedes. up. Mercedes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm choking. The girl that showed up to the Mercedes car. Yeah. Yes. We're on the same page. Okay, Noel or Madison, who's worse? Yes, there we go. Um, I think Noel is still worse, but I think so too. But God. Madison really, I and Kevin hated we, her. We went on a long. Um, we had Aaron Whitehead on the show last episode. Oh, I'm familiar. She's great, girl with mm-hmm. the tail. I don't know if you right. know. I know that's um, one of my favorite handles I've ever come across. To be honest, same. and a great guest. She was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about um, milk in your adulthood, and Carly drinks like glasses of milk still. So she mm. is. I know. I know. She's a little jaded. I don't care. I literally wrote it wrote in all caps, milk shout out. Yeah, and then I wrote glass of milk. 
And then I wrote, whoa, whole milk fetish thing going on here, I think. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Yo, what the Last... fuck was that about? It was like, drink this milk, you little baby. I was baby. crying laughing because Ugh. we literally talked about milk for like an hour last week. I know. And then I just got fully endorsed by this super creepy weird scene. Yeah. I, I think she had like a weird ass fetish going on. <laughs> As I'm showing a, uh, the, gir- the girls a picture of me drinking a jug of milk that i sent he's chugging straight from the jug last year that was oh last year. incredible because she hates white food she hates men who eat white food yeah like ranch mm. she said she's not attracted to greg t nelson because there's an episode of parenthood where he's eating like something with ranch. white food yeah mm. <laughs> that's the only reason too yes but yeah uh. I, I died laughing at this milk cameo yeah. Um, but it was super fucking weird. She was like, so Do it, weird. drink the milk. And then his, she like wiped off the his wipes milk the mustache. I was, I was like, so grossed out. You should be imprisoned. That is, that's incarceration <laughs> for that right there. That was disgusting. I agree. She was like, I, you're like my little baby. You're, yes. Good. You're like a wholesome little, I didn't. Mm, also, mm. I wrote that she looked like she was in her mid to late twenties. Yeah. Looks very easily. Very mature. Mm. And I laughed when she was like, you want an apple teeny? Because anytime someone says apple teeny, I think of Scrubs when he's like, that's his drink. And one night at the that's bar, he right. goes, that is his drink he goes I don't want that tonight. I want a man's drink. Make it a nectarini. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved the milk cameo, but it was really horrifying, to be honest. I just, I guess I understand the like, oh, he's like a sweet, innocent boy, like that attraction. But the weird like milk. like a son. Milk is weird and like thing. mothery and it's a yeah. lot of weird connotations for milk. Yeah, I wanted to like them, but I just, I don't. And I didn't love the visual of watching him drink the milk. Right, which was interesting that, I don't like. make people watch me drink milk. I do it in private, okay? <laughs> it's interesting that, obviously, we hate Joe. Everyone hates Joe. We're all on the same, like, side on Joe. that. But the fact that, like, they didn't give JD a girl that we, like, really like, that it's kind of complicated. Yeah, I think they didn't want her I think to. that's on purpose, yeah. I think so too. I think they landed intentionally somewhere in between a Noel and an Asha or something. Yeah. Where like you kind oh, of Asha. like her because, or like you just like that he's with somebody who like whatever, it's high school, who's into right. him. Um, like I take uh, Katie's, I've got to write that down. Nailed it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Katie's side, she was adorable in this episode. Yes. Um, I know. But we also don't really like her. Like I have, I made a note too. Of when she comes to their house and knocks on the door and is just like, I'll go get it, runs. I'll I was like, my, my mom would have the fucking shotgun out. Oh, if yeah. A girl just like walked into the house and was like, I'll find him and like goes up to the boy's room, someone they'd never seen before. Yeah. Very weird. I would. I, I was like, I did not like that. I didn't either. Kevin, do we love Janine Turner? I mean, what's not to love? <sighs> what's like not her. to love? She's Dude, her best. Instagram is fire. She's the perfect Texas mama. Mm-hmm. She, is, she has such a cool career, too. Really? Yeah. She's just an overall bombshell. Speaking of the opposite of Janine Turner. Mm. Oh. How do we feel about Buddy's bar brawl? Buddy's bar brawl. $30,000 of damage, y'all. I know. That can't be true. $70,000 that he lost. It was like two tables and a pitcher. Yeah. They would have had to have like loose elephants in there. It was like two $10,000 tables and two $5,000 pitchers. Right. Maybe those people were drinking like top shelf liquor and they broke it all. So Maybe. it was a little wild. And yeah. they, they didn't need to do that because he had already lost his money with the other guy. So they could have just made it a normal number. Mm-hmm. I know. 70 grand, which is as much as Oof. Richard gave Lorelai. 
Unfortunately, though, buddy, I highly doubt that is going to cover Vandy these days. Yeah. Right? I guess it would help her start and like she would would keep her from having. Of course, it would be amazing. But this might be because I recently saw some like it hot the other night again Mm, for the first mm. time in a very long time. Love it. uh, Minka Kelly has Betty Boop syndrome or voice. Uh, (laughs) Marilyn Monroe sort of. Always up here, head voice sort of thing. That she's a little bit yes. is uh, a, a bit goo goo gaga for me. Yeah, sure. um, a little too much sure. goo goo. There was a point when she's talking to Julie, but she's like, "What kind of stuff?" Like I making out or, or up. She stuff. does kind of play it up, though. We think that we have because, like, when she's yeah. talking with Tim, she totally uses a lower, more casual register. I yeah. think it was something she like. She affected her voice to play Lila, and I yeah. think it works because you're kind of supposed to not like. She's supposed to be an annoying girly girl. Like that's why yeah. Tyra, the girl Tyra and her girls don't like her because they're like she's so fucking snooty. Um, so yeah, I think, I think she plays it up, but it, it is grating, and it, particularly in episodes like this when she's having some sort of drama and you hear her yell like cry out, cry a lot or whatever. It's yeah. particularly rough jason the decibel jason yeah she keeps her teeth closed too yes got the lockdown yeah we're we're very aware of it we're we agree um so the the line is he goes i'll tell you what cowboy you redneck son of a bitch you need silence to watch naked women i wrote down word for word so that i could repeat it Ugh. I love that line. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I mean, it's hilarious, but it's disgusting. But, well, it's kind of not. He's saying, like, what? You want, like, reverence silent? You're, you're oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You true. know, he's like, leave me alone. No, I'm saying, like, yeah, the reality of that is, is gross. Yes, yeah. yes, agreed. Um, but, yeah, Man. that was very icky. But also yeah. tracks, because they've said on the show before that, like, Mindy one time got asked, like, who her most frequent customers are. And she was totally like, ooh, buddy Garrity. Buddy Garrity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is this is Chris. continuity. Um, so he lost all of his money, 70K, and he gambled his daughter's college fund. That is some dark shit, man. Do we want to go around and just say how much we all have in savings? I know, real I was quick? Say. Yeah, let's do it. I just bought a house, so bagel. Um, <laughs> did you really just buy a house? I had to buy one with my parents because I'm a millennial, but I oh. did. Yeah. Okay, Carly's an Escarol. Thank you. She's an Escarol. I am no longer in Escarol. Oh, right. We She's closed finished on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you have a kitchen island in your home? Mm. I don't have an island, but I have a really cute countertop with these Open three concept. little stools. And guess how many nieces and nephews I have? Three. three. That's perfect. Oh, that's and then so there's nice. me. No, mm. my doggie's going to get the yard she's always deserved. Mm. So I'm yeah. pretty happy. Even though I'll be in debt to my parents for the next 20 years. Oops. I'll slowly, I, I should have bought my part out from under them within mm. like five or 10. We'll see. Y'all, see. I will, I will actually economy. bring up how much I have in savings if y'all want to know how low I it don't. is. I, you don't want to know? I don't think we I don't think we should go there. <laughs> I think we should all bring up our bank accounts. Monica, and really, okay, everyone yeah, show Do you your, want to do a screen share? Let's, let's do yeah. um we'll do everyone login. hold up your bank account phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a text from Monica. <laughs> but anywho, um yes. yeah I am excited. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. But anyways, Buddy gambles all of his money. That was a real heartbreak. Buddy was hard to watch in this one. Talk about a Very hard. Like, train wreck on all accounts. Sad. Yeah. Um, And then we get the coach walking in on the naughty. Yes. Did y'all like that shot? Because I did. How it goes out to the house. Well, I just love how we show him 
walking in. We mm-hmm. hear it. And then yep. we just show him walking right back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was well done. I liked it. And like the the like natural, the car is locked. Yes, I loved how the car was <laughs> And he's was just locked. like unlocked. Yep. That was so classic. Good. Yeah. It's such a like amazing little touch. Like who? I know. Who such like, smart think people of that? think of those little things? Yeah. Agreed. Um, but yeah, that was that was interesting. I liked that they waited later to deal with it and that we didn't I was I didn't want to watch Coach and her go at it in the car. I wanted it to be right. the way that they did it, where it was like mm-hmm. something revisited later. Totally. Very well. Um okay, next I have up is Crucifictorious. Oh yeah, band practice. Or we can play the bedtime scene. I also wrote, wow, Eric has sexy vibes in this bedtime scene. Mm. No, this one, I, he's like, I pulled a few clips. I feel like, or we should, we yeah, wait. just listen to Tammy's talk with her later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I did love his line in that moment when he was like, she's about to cut, not storm in there, but she's like about to go, oh, I'm going to go handle this. And he's like, you better know what you're going to say before you yeah. walk in there. Yeah. I liked that. I know. Good coach. Good coach. Good boy. <sighs> I know that was a great line when Tyra crashes band practice and she goes, um, it's like you're her prostitute, but you don't get paid or laid. <laughs> that's the, that's a giving tree. Paid yeah. or laid. Right. No pay, no laid. The giving no tree pay. is really about sex work and it's undervaluing in our economy. Exactly. Our it's a beautiful betrayal of that's it. Right. I haven't read that in forever. Isn't it a mother and son, though? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I can't oh, remember. What do I care? I haven't <laughs> listened to Marcel Silverstein in forever. Marcel. <laughs> Marcel. The Giving um, Tree at 50, sadder than I remembered. <laughs> That's the first thing that comes up in the New Yorker. Yeah. The guy, the guy who writes the awesome slant magazine re- reviews of every episode of Finite Lights when it was mm-hmm. airing, who shout out, died of bone cancer, but was a super awesome person and oh. had a really incredible journey. Um, there are a lot of people online that his writing is just really incredible. And he dedicated a lot of his time to Friday Night Lights. Sweet. So you should look him up. Mm-hmm. But um, his articles for every episode are great. You should read them. But he said that he actually always loved the giving tree and never felt like it was depressing and thought that the tree gave willingly. And he was like, went on a whole rant. He was oh, like, wow. if we feel like giving willingly creates debt, then like, how can we be healthy? And like went on a cute little, I just enjoyed it, the wow. different perspective. He said he always thought it was like a, a nice story. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was kind of sweet. But it's legacy is more about like boundaries and relationships. Yeah. And the imbalanced social The giving dynamics. tree is about <laughs> boundaries. Guys, Brene Brown. Everything is about Above boundaries. all. Brene yeah. Br- Brown. Um, Aaron Whitehead's ex. Bound. Oh, yeah. We went on a whole thread on our episode last week with Aaron that her ex was her Brene Brown. Her ex is Brene Brown. I don't know if you knew that, but. Well, that's incredible. Well, right? I hope they were changed for the better. Either yeah. way, they've been little changed mommy, for good. Little mommy for the better. Mm-hmm. I do believe I have been changed for the better. Beautiful. I haven't done that in a while. Um, uh, we didn't really know that. I always go down to the low one, so I couldn't. Make I know, it. and I did that. Mm. So, <laughs> you little bitch. That was the classic. Me and my sister driving to school in the morning. Yeah, I was you in the car the many of those times. <laughs> you took the melody. <laughs> it was there was usually Lion King going on. Yeah. Oh, hold on, y'all. I need to. Can I fix my mic really quickly? No. Yeah. No. No. Stall for time. Stall for. Mm. Yeah, guys, it's intermission. Go to the bathroom. 
Go get grab yeah. a drink. Go grab a snack. Yeah. Get your fluids. Call your mom. Your- tell her you love her. Yeah. Write us a review. Write us a review. Go take a poo. Write us yeah. a review. That poo you've been holding in. Make yeah. it happen. Write a review. We're about midway in this episode. Just um, do yep. what you need to do. Fill yourself Pray. up. Pray Spiritually, physically, yeah. emotionally, mentally. This is your time. This is your time. We have space this for anything your- that you need intermission zen moment with carly kevin and monica wow, i can't believe that monkey is playing the piano so well oh, he's so good he's very talented the things these little dudes can do now. <laughs> it's just mind-blowing mm-hmm. mm. um okay so buddy continues trying what do we think about buddy trying to get lila back on his side that was so hard yeah it was rough i'm glad she Stutter ground. So, who, like, who were our giving trees in this episode? Lila was mm. one of them. She was yeah, like, Lila. I have stuck by your side and you screwed me. Yep. That sucked. That that was a deep cut. Yeah. Matt is giving his sweet, sweet love, you know? True. But Julie's mm-hmm. Julie's giving it. his, her She's virginity. She's taking his. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also wrote a note. I'm, like, just mildly feminist-wise. mm irritated that of course the subject that he lost his virginity not to her doesn't come up and that she's just going to give him his her virginity well yeah. by men, that men time just... he had had so much sex that it was not... oh that's right i love you carla oh my oh, god Carlotta. that's where he lost right. his virginity it's coming back. It's coming back. i just feel like it should come up before he has sex with julie he should let her know that he banged the maid they probably talked about it we just didn't see it <sighs> yeah. she's more than a maid She's a woman. She she's a, a human being. Carly, she's I literally just, a nurse from Guatemala. She's also a nurse. That like 10 times. <laughs> it just bothers me that they were like high school sweethearts together and like we're going to wait together until they're ready. And then they like that would hurt me. And then yeah, while they're broken too. up, he's lost his virginity to some other girl. Yeah. And then you get back together. And that's just like only something that the guy can get away with. So it just kind of. That's true. That's true. Like rubs me the wrong way. I get mm-hmm. that. Rubs her the right way, though, apparently. Oh, but I did love that scene. I'm glad we got a little saucy Matt and Julie. We haven't seen them like be couple very much. Me too. I know that they're adults playing children, but it's always just so weird to like, hey, invest in these children. Oh, she's not. She's she's the same age as her character. She she was like 19 or something. Yeah, I guess I'm saying adult isn't above the age of 18 because they're supposed to. I mean, but it's like, I guess who still gives a shit? But But still, like, that's like college kids relationships that we're investing in. She might have been under 18. Hmm. I think she she was like 17 when it started. Well, she's my age. We were both born in 1989. I'm 31 now. So this came out, what year? 2008. So she was like 18 or 19. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. She and Landry were like pretty accurate. We're the only ones that were like their actual age. And Gracie Bell. Crazy Bell, yeah. Who where, whatever. And probably JD. But yeah, I loved Jeremy the... Sumter was definitely actually no, he yeah. was a little older. He he looks, but he crazy looks young. like a little BB. Because in Peter Pan, which was like two thousand one or something, he was like 14, fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, this teeny yeah. tiny little nipples, <laughs> his little kitten nips, kitten nips. That's what they call uh, Matt Green's in New Girl because he has tiny nipples. Tiny nipples. Um, um i love okay. the lila and julie and the coach yes. and tammy like parallels like them talking and it yeah. kind of mirroring what they're saying and mm-hmm. yeah again and i just like how they older girl about boys like, yeah, we've only seen her sweet. do that with tyra and that was kind of sweet because it's definitely right. a soft tyra's just like 
go fuck him like whatever yeah i mean not so brase but right but like lila's a little more like yes and that was sweet to see it was sweet and she was just like he seems like a really nice guy which is all that julie just probably (laughs) wanted to hear like somebody not react about her actions and just be like seems like he's treating you well good job you know like that would be nice to hear in that moment yes Mm -hmm. and like we saw when in i think we should have sex episode 17 season one that yeah he wanted to make her as comfortable as possible and he was the one to be like you're not Mm -hmm. ready for this like she was saying she was ready but he was like i know you're not so we're not gonna do this and and so you can imagine that he's the same way in season three true with her um so when Landry's doing tutoring with Tyra. Yes. They're talking about vocabulary. And I just mm. wanted to n- know if you, either of you, recognized the word lugubrious. It's one of my favorite words. I recognized it, it. Could I define it for you or can spell I do it? The li- no. Can I do the line so you can guess what it's what movie you know it from? Because you Please. both of you do. Please. Coming your most lugubrious. Uh, Stuart Little. Very close. <laughs> it's one of the little monsters in Hercules when they're running... The, the two servants of Hades. Uh, okay. He's like summoning them and they're like tripping over each other. Mm-hmm. Coming, you're most lugubrious. Okay. Wow. And I don't hear that word often. And it means so extra do, sad. Uh-huh. Right? Like, it's like melancholic, pathetic, right? Or no, no, no. What does well, it mean? Because I think she says, Tell us all. he's saying loquacious and she's like, extra sad. No, I mean talkative. And then she's like, yeah, lugubrious is extra sad. I think Let's that's see what, what it she means. Said. Kevin will tell us. What does oh, the word mean? Yeah. yeah. It means full of lugub. Um, and if you don't know what lugubs are, I don't want to be the one that has to explain it to <laughs> yeah, you. you should just ask I your shouldn't be the That's one. That's a conversation for your coach or Tammy Taylor in your mm. life. Yeah. Looking or sounding ask sad and dismal. Goobs are. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense because they were using, it's a negative word, but they're using it as a like worship word for Hades. Hmm. Coming the most lugubrious. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I saw that movie for the first time this year. Why did I wait so long to watch it? Wait, Kevin, that's so weird. Okay, because I maybe it's a weird Christian thing because I grew up homeschooling Christian and I did not watch Hercules. It was not in our house until I was older. I think my mom didn't oh, like all Greek the gods? deities, but maybe. I was super into Greek mythology. So I don't know. We just I don't didn't know own what it. The issue was for me. I'm, maybe it was. Maybe they're just like, oh, anything that supposes an afterlife that's not um my mom felt that way about Fan- pocahontas and even the mother nature episode of fantasia i remember my mother skip. having issues with pocahontas yeah yeah minded too um was not in our homeschool in curriculum. opposition to y'all i also grew up in a christian home but my mom showed me bad news bears when i was like six and i excused myself because it was too inappropriate <laughs> well they say like the n-word a bunch and they news do bears. and like the oh, f-word and I all this stuff and i was oh like my. and it's pg I'm, I'm gonna go draw like i yeah. feel weird i love those movies she goes i felt like an awful mother mm-hmm. like yeah realized that they the movie wasn't what they remembered and they're like right. shoot we shouldn't watch this Ooh. like my parents one time rented big i remember from blockbuster yes, i saw and we all watched it and there was a number of moments where my I remember my parents being like, I do not remember this thing. Yep. I saw Dirty Dancing really young. See, we I all saw Grease too young. Recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah. Grease is for, for, Grease is for life. Grease, Grease is, is the word. For life. Grease is the word. You know what's a movie that I saw ugh, in quarantine being like another, like a, a phase of being with my family for, you know, extended you, periods of time. Y'all were together for a long time. We were. We were. Um, but it was great. We watched like old movies that we haven't seen we saw mm-hmm. do the right thing we watched apollo 13 Ooh. i mean just like all these mm-hmm. movies i hadn't seen great but then we watched um saturday night fever with oh i know uh-uh. it's hard to watch literally like these men t- 
take turns like raping a girl in the back seat. That was the eighties, like, yo. Yeah. Ugh. And it was, ugh. I I like couldn't get over it for like a few weeks. Like I was like ugh. really no, disturbed. You. It was That's awful. Troubling. I did yeah. really enjoy watching Dirty Dancing as an adult, though. Yes. I watched that a couple months ago, and yes, very good. Yeah. Highly suggest the movies that made us episode on it. It's really mm. good. I saw Steel Magnolias, Terms of Endearment for the first time. I saw time. Steel Magnolias great really young. Yeah. And Gene Turner, which oh, takes us back. Yeah. To, to um, Katie McCoy. Takes us back. Um, um, yeah, I just thought that the word lugubrious was hilarious. But. Yes. And I love that when Tammy and Julie recap about it, she's like, what's my punishment? And she's like, my punishment is you're going to have to talk to me about it. Yeah, and then she brings up contraception. Julie's like, "Mom," she's like, "This is the talk. This is it. This right." But it's like also like I would I wouldn't want to talk about it like in the morning before school either. Like it was the perfect like let's not let's put this off till the evening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. A fair point. I mean, what did what do we think about her saying like I don't feel like Daddy's little girl anymore? That's a trope that I really don't like to be associated with losing virginity. It's Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I feel like Kevin has a has the most accurate um perspective on yeah this. let me take this one friends yes. um yeah. when yeah. it comes so, to young women losing their virginity kevin's expert yeah so as um a daddy adjacent identifying <laughs> male sure, daddy identifying. sure. Uh, <laughs> i think it spoke more to the i i think it was more speaking to the expectations of disappointing a parent yes. where it's like i don't I I think it was more like it was synonymous or analogous with saying that y'all won't be proud of me the way she said it to her yeah. mom in less. Well, she really terms. thought she was like gonna be in trouble. Like she was listening at the wall to see how long she would be grounded. Like she mm-hmm. did really think that she had like just broken a rule and up and disappointed them in some way. Mm-hmm. And she had definitely had like a childish perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe that's a trope that like parents throw at people. But I do think it's perpetuated in TV, mostly because still nowadays a lot of people believe it. But like, it just shouldn't be virginity. Just in my opinion, shouldn't be associated with purity or youth. Um, totally. I'm but I do think to agree. I totally agree with that. I I don't like that phrase either. But I just got the like. Sentiment. I got the sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I obviously none of us want our dad to walk in on that. Even post. I keep saying post post codal instead of post coital poised codal yeah i mean there's there's a loss of innocence there but i yeah the daddy's little girl phrase like that is a little yeah yeah and it's just like i mean it can be like i do understand what she was saying and i was on board with it but the way that a lot of people use it sometimes it's just like specifically to um, women to win to sexualize young young women yeah it's like chasing skirts to me (laughs) It's just like purity and virginity is something that you lose, um, that, that you gets taken from you, you know, it's just like if the tree willingly gives, (laughs) I mean, I guess it's uh, again, just like depiction doesn't equal endorsement with this stuff, especially when it comes to, um, portraying the culture that's so steeped in, uh, religious mm-hmm. evangelicalism and patriarchy. It, it would make sense yeah. that a well, girl. If they handled it in a 2021 way, we would be like, that didn't track. That's not how it was. Like, I know. So it's to. like, what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, like, I know. Cause I feel like if I saw this scene, are we? besides like a couple tiny details, I would have been like, Oh wow, this is kind of cool. Like, can you make an accurate to Texas show in 2021 without people 
sort of wringing their hands over whatever the accuracies may be that don't reflect their culture that would then yeah. feel like neglect or insensitivity. Well, in so many sh- kids shows yeah. these days, like if you look at something super modern like Ginny and Georgia, they're not glorifying, but they're definitely normalizing like young adult sex in a, I thought it was like in a somewhat healthy way in most yeah. scenes. But also, can you imagine trying to make a more Christian leaning show nowadays? I think that goes back to Kevin's point of like, is this almost like over the line weirdly now? Right. Like imagine if they tried to make a show with like, not like Seventh Heaven, but where the family, it so wasn't in the family's good. values because of where mm-hmm. they're from and th- mm-hmm. what they believe. And if they put that on TV, people would freak out. But like that is accurate, that region more so than the Ginny and Georgia type story. Yeah. I think didacticism now with social issues is going to be a part of the packaging. Like now yeah. what is basic mainstream is going to be, well, as we all know, non-binary people, like it's always going to be yes. like a sort of TED talk Disclaimer. about the, yeah, the, what is the correct response yes. and i'm talking about for like whatever for more mainstream like there are lines yeah cw yeah and yeah, yeah for sure kevin have mm. you watched um never have i ever no i haven't i haven't either it's i love it it's very like it celebrates like the progress that we've made but also like comments on it and makes fun of it in a very mm-hmm. tasteful way and mm-hmm. um it puts people at the center of the story that are usually not in yeah I've loved i'm it. about to watch this week not to go on a tangent, we'll come no, back. Please. But I'm I'm finally gonna start. I think you should leave, which I'm excited about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse Plummer. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, but I did kind of enjoy the lot. So I think the Landry Tyre stuff was some of my better or my favorite stuff. Same. My favorite line was when she did kind of call him out. Um, and she goes, "Don't call me selfish. It hurts my feelings." Oh, I know. I, I love that when She's when like she so does genuine. the. Well, let's let's play Landry the kind of the opposite of that where Landry calls out Tyra. Yes, yeah. And then yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. That's the scene with my favorite, uh, my fave frame, right? Yes. It also is. very Texas, that whole like trailer house park. Oh, totally. So I can have a sandwich with you. I told you that I would help you with your vocabulary words and that's what I'm doing. Wait, what? you're leaving? Why are you getting no, so mad? I'm getting right so now. mad because you keep taking advantage of me because you know how, how I feel about you, Tyra. You do it's like like it's nothing, and then and I just let you. So. Wait, where are you going? Whole thing, I, oh, are you serious? Have you have you ever read the book the uh, the Giving Tree? Uh, yeah, when I was like five. It's Why? about it's about this tree who loves this boy more than anything, right? And the boy just takes and takes and takes until there's absolutely nothing left but a stump. And I'm like the tree, and you're like the little boy. You just take and take, and there's, there's, there's absolutely nothing left, Tyra. That's exactly what I feel like, just a, just a stump. Because this, this, is, this is not a friendship. You're selfish. You, you, it, it's not a friendship, OK? Landry! Mm. Yeah, it's a stump. Great moment. A stump. It's a stump. Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense, though. I mean, like, she's yeah. this is just coming off the heels of Casanova, shitty True. cowboy. Yeah. And her just totally giving Landry, like, kicking him to the curb at the beginning of season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, his mom walking around, like, I mean, her mom walking around on the oh road with a cigarette, Which... just like, fix that light bulb. You know, it's just so. In- Can we get into. Fashion. <gasps> 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 Oh my God! <laughs> Did you just have PTSD? 
Yes. Kevin, do you need do you need a minute? We should have given him a warning. Yeah, we should have. Uh, we should have. I'll be right that back. was a lot. Yeah, yeah. Just take your time. <laughs> I have a lot of fashion things I that I notice. I do, I do too. Okay. My first note in fashion is sweaty buddy is back and he needs electrolytes. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that man can sweat. True. Yeah. Well, it's so cute. When I went to the when I was an extra in the series finale which we will get to in two seasons. Buddy was just, or Brad was just standing in front of the giant fan the whole time. (laughs) I remember when we had him on, he was in his car and he's like, sorry, I'm a little sweaty. I just played golf. We're like, it's it's your brand. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) It's 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 Brad's brand. I loved the sleep t-shirts of the ladies, especially um, Lila's. Yes, Lila's yeah. was cute. Mm-hmm. I was especially a fan of Katie McCoy's pajamas. I said, LOL, someone went to Brighton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every time I walk past that store, I'm just like, that's a Texas thing. Yeah. It's just weird, rich, white <laughs> weird. Texas women taste. Like, there's weird shit mm-hmm. in that store. Like rhinestones in there. Yeah. I love Tammy's black sweater. I don't know if y'all noticed when she's starting oh, to confront Julie one. about it. It was kind of one of those, like, like a deep, deep neck um mm-hmm. oh yeah they like to put i don't know how to scrap those eggs. yeah you know what i mean gotta get those tammy titties gotta get those tammy titties. <laughs> <laughs> no, love that. that we both did that i know um i also liked um buddy's depression flannel at the mm. game we all need a depression flannel they're like how can we make buddy look distraught and hmm. unkempt get him in a flannel get him a- get that guy in a flannel i was almost insulted for flannels i know you know how i feel about them i know you love them you look great in them thank you Oh, that was a I nice also, moment. <laughs> that was cute. I really loved Lila's outfit at Tim's when Buddy comes to the door and she was wearing like a purple V-neck and those like all this remember when seven jeans were seven the thing? jeans. I'm pretty Mallory sure that's what asked they were for, them from, for Christmas. I did too. <laughs> yeah. And my mom and was I, like annoyed, but then she got them anyway. Yeah. I got them and I remember they were like too stretchy and I didn't really like them very much and I mm-hmm. felt so guilty. I would s- still wear them like every day and then I'd go into my room and like cry that I had asked for something so expensive that I didn't like. Right. I think I got them at Plato's Closet because they were cheaper, obviously, because they were used, oh, but they were yeah. still seven jeans. But then I also got Lucky Brand I jeans. I fucking remember that. And on the zipper, it says, Lucky You. Oh, God. I know. Oh, the early 2000s. We right. really wanted to write on our clothing. Really wanted to make us chasing skirts i would never say that thank you kevin you're the perfect man and then as as kevin mentioned earlier we had the guy at the bar Mm. the bartender dude uh was wearing an acl shirt which was fun i did also love coachy's gray rocky sweatshirt i love any (laughs) any man in a gray rocky sweatshirt me too me too coachy coachy you can just call i say coachy you did it was pretty cute Uh Coachy. Oh, Coachy Poo. Yeah, my final note was Mama Colette's towel and turban and cigarette. Yeah, that was just... vibe. Also, can we say turban anymore? Towel turban. just call it towel wrap. Towel wrap. I think I should go that route. I mean, it's not like, I mean, it may be offensive, but you might as well just call it what it actually is. I might as well is just avoid like, any confusion. Exactly. I'm happy to do what y'all need me to do. Last time I, I rocked the best towel wrap ever when... When I was backpacking in Austria, my mom had done some of my shopping for me. Long story. We had to meet in the, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she, we're supposed to bring like a really compact, basically a sham wow to use for towels because you can't pack a whole towel. Right. And so I had this like 
literal sham wow and i would tie it with this little bun in the front yes at all the of tiny, the hostels yes, yes I've had that. and walk I around I had with that it for college yeah. it reminded me of the little monsters in mario sunshine we have to spray them with the water right on their bulb <laughs> mm, who could forget mm, yeah I know. I know that's really right at the little forefront guys. of y'all's brains <laughs> i think about them once a day i think about them every day right i, mean, I who played doesn't? mario sunshine like two days ago so uh-huh. i think about hell them a lot yeah. hell yeah I got my game. Grant, help me get my GameCube working again. Hey guys, I would like to give y'all a piece of advice. Yes. Always lock the door when having sex with the coach's daughter. This oh, is how I learned was- was from this show. Yeah, right? Yeah. I wasn't I going to before that. this. Right, exactly. You're like, yeah. okay, hell yeah. I've been with many a coach's daughter before right. I heard and this. Every time- I wish I could have known earlier. I know. <laughs> We should spread that awareness. We should. For all the daughters You've of heard coaches. You've it here first. Absolutely. Exactly. And the men who want to bang them. Mm. Y'all, two games fun. and then state. I know. This game was rough. So coach gets ejected. Yeah. He's very mad. Is it because yes. of his daughter? Is that why? Maybe he's a giving tree and he's a stump now. Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. No, I did kind of, I did kind of find it interesting, though, because I don't really know. I was like, maybe he's got pent up aggression from something, but he has to, or maybe it's the Julie thing. I don't know. It I know. Super I mean, track for me because he told the guys not to, right? To their timber. I mm-hmm. don't need to mansplain late hit. I don't think. I mean, I think we all know it's when someone tackles someone after the play has been called. I do have a mansplain question for you though. Mm, please, hope I can. Answer. Some people on the interwebs posited mm. that Coach would not have been allowed to call the sidelines like that after being ejected. Called the oh, sidelines. Like oh, like it would no. have been illegal. No, he wasn't yeah. supposed to do that. He was breaking yeah. the rules. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, coach screwed. Also, up. where the fuck did he go? Some I know that weird. Why did he just that go weird to his trailer? <laughs> and he was At like, first, I was like, Can I get a this scotch? in the locker room? Have they <laughs> yes, set same. up like the House of the Rising Sun? <laughs> I thought it was I like know. the basement of the locker. I was like, like who are those breaking bad? It was so weird. What are their lives like? Let's follow them. Exactly. Can we go on a spinoff with them? Yeah, it was very strange. But I mean, I did like. I enjoyed watching him lose his cool. I just kind of didn't understand where it came from. Yeah, it was a little strange. But I liked how, like, I probably would have done the same thing. If the ref wasn't throwing flags, I would have just, like, the way he was like, I just want to see if you have one. Like, do it, do it, do it. Do it. Throws his flag and he's like, oh, there it is. There there it is. is. When we see Wade is highlighted in the film, which is maybe uh, foreshadowing something. That's all I will say. Oh, my God. What's going to (gasps) happen? Is he going to take over as head coach? Head coach? Oh, Oh my God. What's happening to coach? Oh, heavens to bits. Oh, Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, but before that, Bad Buddy shows up, you know, and tries to talk to Tyra. No, no, tries to talk to Lila at um, Tim's house, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before the game. And I um, very ashamedly wrote, Tim being protective set my ovaries aglow. I literally wrote, there's two things I wrote in all caps, and one of them is, Literal chills and horniness when Tim gets in Buddy's way. I'm very mm-hmm. glad that you felt the same way because I'm a feminist. I am about sticking up for yourself, but that moment made me very. Whew. But regardless if he's a man or not, like yeah. any, even if her friend was in that room with her, they would yeah. have done that. My ovaries so, would like, be cynical for a, pro- a friend. It was a protective move. That's yes. Nice. Either way, it just happened to be somebody who we're extremely sexually attracted to. Exactly. And boy, was it. It was nice. Yes, that was a rigor. It was nice. Timmy boy yes. getting him he's like Safety not tonight net. not tonight mm. buddy and yeah it's like somebody's getting pregnant <laughs> and it's me and it's Kevin <laughs> <laughs> that scene made me pregnant so yeah sorry good thing I don't live in Texas good. housekeeping 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... What are or my next note is yeah, what, uh, what do we think about the whole Jeremy Sumter uh, Melissa thing? Madison, Madison, <laughs> fuck! It's now now it's, it's so important. Stuck, it's She's such an important character. <laughs> um, um, yeah, she was pretty annoying to me, but I do think it was kind of cute. To I watch. liked it. I know. Yeah. I like JD having a little little gal, a little, tail. A little skirt to chase. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I it thought was it was cute, cute he the, was very, when he like, snuck out and they were like, yes, yeah, that was cute. And Katie McCoy wasn't going to tell the dad. I loved that. I know. She's, She's more adorable by, with every episode. I know. I, I really freaking love her. Love her. Yeah. Um, and then I also laughed so much at Tim talking to JD on the bus or like before the game or whatever. Yes. And he's like, why are you pushing her away, man? You got to keep her around. You know, the best way to perform at a football game is to get laid right before. <laughs> and this is. Back to our other conversation. Yeah, let's, let's I was like, that wasn't that. true. But... I was like, this cannot be high school. Or if it was, where was I? Like that went, sex you was didn't... not like it was still like a whole a whole thing. Like it was thing. it wasn't like adult level relationship sex every day. Like that no. was not like or a like part not of regular like, conversation. Right. It was still a secret. Like I feel like it was like a rumor. Yeah, we'd like still. discuss who we, which couples we thought were. Sex was sex. illegal in high school. Exactly. exactly. Oh, no. No, no. In no Texas, allowed. you're not mm-hmm. allowed. Mm-hmm. Before seven p.m. on Sundays. <laughs> I don't know. Not on alert day. <laughs> yeah. Same rules for the liquor stores. Same rules for under eighteen couples. Yo, my That's my right. roommate is going to a birthday tonight, and she was going to buy a nice bottle of liquor, but she can't. It's Sunday. But she, had to drive, she had to drive 45 Gosh. minutes to a distillery to go Colorado, a lot of Colorado was like that for a while. Oh, Tennessee was even worse. You couldn't, you could only buy any form of liquor on Sunday at a gas station. So you just like were immediately shamed. Mm. I got shamed yeah. really hard in Colorado last year. I remember it was at the beginning of the pandemic because my friend and I were taking selfies in the grocery store with our masks on. Like it was so weird. Um, mm. But we were about to go camping, so it was like early in the morning, and we were just getting our alcohol for the camping trip. Mm. So we had all this booze on the counter, and the guy could not have been more of an asshole and condescending jerk. Where he, he was like, you cannot purchase alcohol like that on a Sunday before 10 a.m. Like, it's against the law. And we we're like, he was like, and why would you want to? We we're like, like we're not drinking we're going right camping. now. We're, it's it's not for right we're trying now. to fill a void, a hole. And also, exactly. I shouldn't have we're to explain to you what it's for, you little shit. Ring it up. No, bring it up. Y'all, right. I had a thought the other day, and I don't know if y'all think about this, but I think about explaining the pandemic to my future children kind of a lot. I think about it sometimes. And I had the thought about being like, oh, yeah, we used to, you know, wear masks and like, you know, just all these like certain things that have happened. They'll still be wearing masks. I know. Then I had the way. thought, is it actually going to be the opposite where I'm like, guys, there was a time when we didn't wear masks in Target and they're going to be like, what? it'll be that, you know. I had that moment where it flipped and I'm kind of bugging out about it. But it'll be more like kind of how Asia is where mask wearing, well, who fucking knows if we're going to get there. Yeah. It should be like how Asia is where mask wearing culture is just normal if you're sick for anything. I'm good for it. Yeah. (laughs) Like if you have a cold and go to the office, put on a mask so you don't get other people. Yes. I am glad that (laughs) all of this has at least created that culture. Like that's pretty normal and accepted. Flu rates took a nosedive last year. It's I know. Also, flu season. Get your flu a nose dive. No oh. pun intended. Okay. Lol. <laughs> um, right. Okay. So the one I did crack up when Coach was yelling at the ref and called him a stupid idiot. Yes. You stupid weird. idiot. That kind of cracked me up. Yes. So then we have Chris Victorious performing at the band at the bar. I had one final game note. Oh, please. My game ball goes to Timmy Boy. Oh yeah. Not only did he, he save the game. game, 
But he had that sexy moment with Lila. Mm. He protected her from Buddy yep. in a calm, non-aggressive way. Mm-hmm. And he carried the team on his shoulders. Game ball Timmy. Y'all yes. watching Waco? Is he good on that? He's good. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. He did he did great. I wish him I mean, peace I'm a sucker and everyone for Dave Because I was there, lights. but you know oh. what? I was there. It makes sense. I'm actually warming to us um being really attracted to him being protective because it wasn't violent. It was very, it was very calm, calm, and that's why it was so sexy. It I wasn't agree. Like, him right? saying not now yes. is fair. Yeah, it's, totally. It's not, she doesn't want you, bro. And it's right. not, <laughs> get out of my face. It's not action-oriented yes. like he's throwing a punch. It's uh, He's it's, just like, she needs time, man. Let, yes. him, let her cool down. Let the lady cool down. It's that's okay. just it's great advice because even like, in relationship dynamics you know when the other person is wanting to do that and it's like if you actually just give them a little space they might come back right Mm -hmm. they might actually be fine you pound this door down she's never gonna talk to you again exactly (laughs) no one's ever said that to me no so then cruiser victorious is performing at the bar and i loved matt saying is this gonna be bad i'm nervous they were all thought it was gonna be bad tyra was like i don't know i don't know dude like and then Tyra has that long, loving look at Landry. Lustful look. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, but can we, for a quick hot moment, please? Chris Victorious's sound has totally changed. Yeah, they it's literally a little more, used to be screamo. Right, they're like kind of like indie rock. They switched them to like real music so that they yeah. could play them. Yeah, that's true. Good for them. I oh. liked it. I liked Evolve it. Evolve the genre with every album. Uh, I just always thought it was hilarious that they were a Christian screamo band because I literally <laughs> knew people in Texas. I knew someone who was in my youth group who yeah. was in a Christian scream band just like this. Oh, sure. Um, do y'all know Flyleaf? Yes. Of I course. know that name. Yeah. We recently brought that up because it's great because I work for a company where we are all people that grew up Christian, but we like make fun of a lot of things that we used to do and, and That's fine. say and all that. And Mal and I, my sister, went to the bookstore just looking for a new super chick Barlow girl cd fly leaf fly leaf was recommended to us this was like 2007 okay. and mal puts in her little boom box and i'm downstairs and she calls from above and was like can you come up here i'm scared because <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to i'm so sick and which is the track one of that album it is it's kind of terrifying it's not my cup of tea it's not but... my cup of tea i just wanted little barlow girls singing as far as that genre of music goes i say peace to all involved Peace to all. Mm-hmm. In this economy. In this economy, peace to all involved. Yeah, exactly. I, I just, I, I too wish them peace. Um, uh, so yeah, game ball to Timmy boy. And then we get the, the Katie McCoy moment, which is sweet, which we kind yes. of talked about. Um, and I loved her little smile at the end and that it ended there. She Me was too. just kind of like really happy for him. Yeah. Also happy she was right. And I loved the point that it made, the like sort of period that it put on the end of the sentence as it's episode or the statement this episode made in that like you cannot make your kids do stuff especially when it comes to like this age and with and girls and like their developing sexual life mm, not like that phrase uh, mm. <laughs> but like you can't stop them all you can do is give them the right tools and try and and pray that you've raised good kids if you stop them they'll climb out the window <laughs> indeed. indeed it's time for all of us to remember as we become parents Mm. Indeed. Yes, as we and slowly. as I have this this baby I'm carrying right now of Tim Riggins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a good exclusive for the podcast. Wow, I know, I know. Wow. breaking damn news. 
breaking damn news. Um, my my one of my final notes is just that I cannot handle Sad Buddy right now. It was rough. That phone call. Yeah, really rough. Ugh. I did and love he, the final shot though of like uh Lila and Tim just on the couch and I it's like too. that wide Another shot. Another wide shot. I know. Love it. Um it was great, but I did oh, just the way he like he didn't yell at her. He just like he had no more strength in his voice yeah. when he was just like, Don't leave me. Yeah. Even at uh, the game, did y'all notice yeah. like he was wasted? Like he was just yeah, he out was of in it his and... sad buddy flannel. Well, sad yeah. sack. Well sad done. buddy flannel. Well done. Well done. My final note on that was just that, <sighs> that I I enjoy, or like I liked that final scene of the phone call and stuff, but mm-hmm. I did write something about a man alone in a room holding a framed photograph just <laughs> makes me uncomfortable because it just screams masturbation. Well, men sitting alone in rooms would rather <laughs> hold a, a photo than go to therapy. I'll say that much. Right. Speaking as a man, <laughs> but it's always a framed photo. I don't know. It right. just whenever mm-hmm. whenever I see that, my brain is kind of like, oh, what's well, what what's, what's going on there? Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> Dan, that's my last note. Yeah, same. Do we want to play any of those final scenes? Sure. Yeah, I, I think we should. I know we haven't. Why don't we, we play? Too. Why don't we play Tammy and Julie and Bad Buddy? And that's how we'll close Perfect. it. Perfect. Perfect. Here we go. Would it be all right if we had this conversation now? Yeah. So, um, do you love Matt? I love Matt. Does he love you? Matt loves me. He does. So glad she didn't do her stutter. And what about birth control? Mom, I don't want to talk about it. Then that's the conversation. Yes, we're using birth control. What kind specifically? Condoms. We're using condoms. Condoms? We're using condoms? Ever heard of it? Do you know how to use them properly? Ever heard of a rubber? You know you have to use them every time, right? Because sometimes boys try to no, tell you that. you don't need them all the time, but you do. That's really good about it. Okay. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and you know that, you know, just because you're having sex this one time. Doesn't mean that you have to all the time. And, you know, if it ever starts feeling like he's taking it for granted or you're not having, you're not enjoying it, you can stop any time. And if you ever break up with Matt, it's not like, you know, you have to have sex with the next boy necessarily. Why are you crying? Because I wanted you to wait. <laughs> wait till I was there. I wanted to see it, honey. I wanted to be there. Make sure that nothing bad ever happens to you. I want you to always be able to talk to me, even if it's something so hard like this. I didn't want to disappoint you. (laughs) They just really hit on all the important notes that, like, if I were to write down on a piece of paper, like, the bullet points I'd want to make sure I hit with my daughter, it's Mm -hmm. that, like, 
you don't also have to have sex with the next person because yeah. that is not something that's talked about very often that like once you lose your virginity a lot of girls just feel like every hookup has to be that yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. then also and then also <laughs> and then also just her being like these conversations are hard for me too but I want you to still be able to come to me. They're not. Yeah. It's not like you should feel comfortable. We're both uncomfortable. Well, but you I should like, feel okay mm-hmm. being here. Yeah, I like that they have this continuity because the first time this has come up, Tammy's like clearly cried about like things that have happened in her past. So she's bringing you that. You are not allowed to have sex. Yes. It's actually one of my favorite lines of hers, but know, it's, it's fun to make great. fun of. <laughs> but she is bringing... Yeah, she's bringing those experiences to this conversation, too, yeah. and that's really sweet. And, yeah, it's just cool to see kind of her background and her relationship with it and, like, her mm-hmm. story. And yeah. and it was all about Julie. It was like, how do you feel? Yeah. Do mm-hmm. you feel safe? Do you feel loved? Yeah, and it wasn't it shamey. Be. It was like, yeah. yeah. When so many moms go into those conversations of, like, I feel this way. I think this. Yeah. I, blah, lots of that. And it really should just be, like, are you okay? How yeah. do you feel? Do you have questions? Yeah. Very delicately done. Yeah, very. And she would get canceled if it was on now. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Cancel. No one could. You can't cancel. Connie is cancel proof. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's cancel proof. She's like, she's like Kenneth. You know, she's just like an angel, not of this world. (laughs) That's true. (sighs) Um, love it. All right, do we want to wrap up with um, Sad Buddy? Yes. Here we go. You're acting like a spoiled little brat. That's Excuse what you're me? doing. A spoiled little brat. That was my dad's you're choice. You're old enough to know better than this, Lila. Life is complicated. It's not a bowl of cherries. And right now, your mother is out there in California no. bleeding me. You don't blame this on, Mom. You were the one who cheated. You were the one who threw your family away. And I was the idiot who stuck with you. And you don't dare call me spoiled. We've been putting that money away since I was a baby. You said if I made those grades that it was mine. And you didn't oh, even ask. so rough. Just do whatever you want. I wonder why everybody hates you. Lala, I'm not through. Do not walk in there. Don't what? Get back out of here. Lala. Hey. Yep. Tim Riggins, I'm going to talk to my daughter, young man. Not right now. Tim, who the hell do you think you are, son? That's my daughter over there. You need to go. Mm. Meow. Mm. Mm. How are we feeling? Are we okay? Good boundaries. Thank you, Tim. Timothy. Mm. That it's just because they're your dad doesn't mean that you have to let them take advantage of you. Yeah. If they're mm-hmm. making poor choices that are affecting you, you can put up a boundary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took me a lot of money in therapy to figure that out, but it's <laughs> nice to see in Friday Night Lights. Yeah. <laughs> totally. But I just, I love that scene. And obviously the, the acting was great. I mean, Lila's voice does does grind your gears a little bit, but she is distraught. It's very distinctive. Yeah. But Buddy, Brad Leland, as usual, was amazing. Um, yeah. But he just does such a good job. Girls, he, like, he's tries... got to come back on the show. You don't need to butter his bread so much. <laughs> He'll do it. He'll do it. No, he is super sweet. <laughs> he sends us very sweet emails all the time. Well, Kevin, why don't you, do you want to rate first? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Four yeah. out of five boundaries. It's got to be out of 10. It's got to be out of 10. Okay. Eight out of 10 boundaries. Yeah. I'll do the math. <laughs> there it is. 
<laughs> yes. Terrific episode, rock solid. Didn't yeah. have anything like the last episode I was on where I'm like, what are we yes. doing? What is it? This? Was last episode was quite a bit fillery. Yes. Yeah, this episode's solid. Eight out of ten. Brene Brown boundaries. Brene, Brene brownies. Brene brownies. <laughs> Brene boundaries. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten too because I thought the. Yeah, the ongoing theme of the giving tree was just like really beautiful, really beautifully um, acted and portrayed in the different storylines and really glad that Tyra's back in school Mm. and we're seeing those kind of repercussions with how she's taken advantage of Landry and um, but love that kind of lingering shot on her staring at him performing and they're my favorite couple. So we will see what happens there. But um yeah, and I, I just love how they they take the sex issue seriously and handle it really delicately. And I hated the bad buddy stuff, but it was still really poignant. Still really well done. Poignant yeah. mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm going to give this... You're all about those OI sounds today. I mean, yeah. Brad Leland was Poidal. robbed of Emmys for this storyline. He really? was... His performance was pretty good. They should huh. have given him an Oscar for this. Give that he man an Oscar. He should be knighted. Ooh. But he really did bring a lot to this character and doesn't get a ton of clout for it. Mm-hmm. Great. So, yeah, I will give this 8 out of 10. Um, Jason Skirts. Jason Skirts? Mm-hmm. Jason Skirts. Jason Skirts. Jason Skirts. Jason Skirts. We Jason got, got Brene Boundaries. We got Jason Skirts. Mm-hmm. Mine's not going to be on brand. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> what you got? What you got? Um, I actually am going to give this a 9 out of 10. Yes. Okay. Milk Mustaches. Up. Because I, it was just really special to me as somebody who also loves milk. It was nice to see somebody like me represented on screen. Okay, okay. Um, but <laughs> but it was a really really strong episode, and we're coming off the heels of a little bit of fillery stuff. Even the New York stuff was really fun, but it was kind of like we're just we. It's, a lot of season three does kind of feel like we're waiting for it to get started, like yeah. rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they, there hasn't been like a standout bad episode, I'm just kind of like, okay, when's the momentum going to hit? Gonna it kind of felt like it was this episode. Yeah. The energy level and all the storylines was awesome. Yeah. Um, and the sex stuff was perfect. Um, I think it, the way they addressed it was really awesome and sort of revolutionary for a show like this, even today. Um, and yeah. to have such a frank conversation between mother and daughter for, for people, for many people, we did not, a lot of us did not get that. <laughs> Um, uh, uh-uh. and that, I mean, not everybody can be Tammy. It's not our mom's faults, mm-hmm. but I mean, well, some of them, it's their fault, but no blame. Peace to all. But you know, I wish peace all involved in the situation. Peace Amen. to all. Amen. But it was really lovely to see a healthy conversation about sex between a mother and daughter. Sure. And, um, I, I did the bad, the bad Betty stuff was hard to watch, but I thought it was so well performed and executed. And of course, we just get sexy Tim finishing the game, mm. finishing the conversation with Buddy. Um, yeah, all of it was really enjoyable. I, there was not a strong downside for me. I'll go with my not nine a strong out of 10. downside. <laughs> yeah, no There's a lot of weak slopes. downsides. Right, some yeah. weak downsides. But yeah, the Giving Tree was beautifully woven mm. throughout, mm. and um, yeah, I, I wish I wish Lila would unclench her jaw, but. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk to her. We'll talk to her. That's gonna be the main story in the revival season that they do. For she's unlocked her jaw. That's right. Unclench. It's called unclenched. Unclenched. 
Um, you'll never land a bow with that milk mustache. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I, I love that. Nine out of ten milk mustaches. Yes. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for your What return. an honor to be invited back you. and not mm. to have been, been banned. And I'm so glad now we ha- are like buds that get to check in. Like we've seen exactly. each other before this year and we're like, hey, everyone's still doing okay. Right. What are we doing? How's the family? Yeah. How's your personal life a disaster this how's time? How's life? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like how are we what still doing poorly? Like yeah. Health, social, and economic disasters. But what's lovely facing? is we're doing poorly in different ways than we were doing exactly. poorly before. Right. Diversity it's, it's is key. That's right. Yes. Do you want to plug beautiful. anything? What yeah, what you got going on? Yeah, just... Oh, you can just follow me at Kevin T. Porter yeah, you can. everywhere. Onlyfans.com slash Kevin T. Porter. That's up <laughs> yes. and running now. Yeah. Uh, we should just ask all of our guests instead of what they want to plug. We should be like, can you share your Onlyfans? And then we'll log and off. Then, right, right. I know most people don't make it the same handles as the rest of their stuff, but mm. I decided to be a little bold in that regard. Just went there. It makes it easier on the business card. I feel like SEO, that's what it's for. So yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's Kevin B. Bacon. Kevin yeah, B. I think KevinBaconShop.com. If you're in the Los Angeles area, I'll bake mm. something that you can order yeah. and take it to you. It'll be nice. Or yes. at the very least, enjoy them on his Instagram. I enjoy your cooking. I know. I like just looking uh, at the photos. Stories. Thank you. I know. I, it's, it's a fun challenge yeah, to try to shoot brought, food well. Right. And it then you have the... more than one person joy. The uh, oh, nice. Star is Born song. Why do you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? <laughs> Which but I have totally head, forgotten I'm about. Singing, and I'm like... Why do you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? See, now you and Demi need to do a whole album of cover songs of famous pop songs that are now baking themed yes oh gosh i mean where where do you even where do you, begin? you start with amy grant and mm. then just let go where it goes yeah that's bring a, it, oh, a how about uh, <laughs> uh 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 bring me a pie for lunch for lunch <laughs> yes. something like that right see it's gonna come here. right out of you right <laughs> <laughs> Stop holding it in. Right. Uh, let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Literally half a dozen <sighs> oper- uh, so possibilities to explore. Yes. Gosh, gosh. Well, thank you for being our buddy yes. and being we a part of the show. But not a bad, sad buddy. A not nice a bad buddy. buddy. Yeah. Yes. No, a nice, a, a happy flannel buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy yes. buddy. Yes. We like our buddies happy. Follow us at TX Forever Pod. Buy a shirt. Listen to our single. All that good stuff. And send yes. us a love letter for Lorraine. We're going to be talking letter. about all also, of the love. What? Yes. Also, Kevin, if you send us an address that is safe for you to send. I mean, mm. we're not going to bomb you, but no. for your comfort level. We'll yeah, send yeah. you a t-shirt if you want one. Yeah, they're very cute. Oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll email that to you. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. We'll send you a t-shirt and a sticker for being our buddies. That's so nice. Thank you, buddies. Anytime. <laughs> love it. Alrighty. Buddies forever, as we say at the end of every buddies podcast. Buddies forever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Clear eyes. <laughs> Full hearts. One cup. Can't lose. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Got me good. Got me good. Done and done. Really brings me down about the devil town And all my friends were vampires I didn't know they were vampires Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil
That one felt good. I think that felt the best so far.